Hi, my spirits. I am just so, I've just been so immensely joyful talking to you guys and, you know, just sharing what I think about the world and how I think betterment of of myself can happen and I just love, I just love you guys. (laughs) And yeah, so this topic, I kind of brought it up in my codependency um, talk about our hurt inner child. And today's episode is going to be how to heal that inner child. Now, a lot of times we don't realize how much of our past is kept right inside of us and we don't let it go. And I don't know about you, but I've done a lot of work on myself and I've come to the conclusion that before I did the work, I really let nothing go. I had all of the little cuts and pains all over me. And I wondered why I was so hurt by people. You know, even simply little things, I just felt so sensitive and so raw. And for me, it ended, it it was a lot about that I'm an addict and I am in recovery. And, um, but, but it's, it doesn't always come out in addiction. It can come out in codependency. It can come out in depression and you know, general anxiety and what is a lot of times considered general anxiety disorder has, it has an emotional component that really does need to be explored and really does help, which is healing our inner child. And when I say inner child, I I don't mean that we're childish. I don't mean that we're childlike. I don't mean that we're immature. There is nothing like that that I'm implying at all. I just mean that there is there have been past experiences that have hurt us and that we're still holding on to. And in that way, it's because we've been traumatized or we've been we've we've not been able to heal we haven't been able to let things go we haven't been able to surrender it and the stories that we have come up with about who we are is a lot of times influenced by these past experiences that we've had and all of us have had resentments and fears. Our egos just are born with us. 
that's just the way of the world is that once we are born, our ego is born with us. And the moment that we walk out that door out of the comfort of the womb, we walk into things. And a lot of the times we don't have a clue as to how to handle or deal with those things. And I don't know about you, but it was terrifying. It's it's terrifying in a lot of ways to walk through the world and um, not really know how how everything works, not really having a handbook to deal with anything and kind of moving along. And we are sensitive people. Everybody is sensitive to an extent. Others are more sensitive. But it doesn't even matter because we all have little boys and girls and children, whatever they may be, stuck inside of us from all the the places that we have felt small and insignificant and like we needed parenting and there was no parents available. There was nobody to hold our hands and we've all felt that way. People who have actually had loving parents and those who haven't. We're equal in this playing field of moments when we felt like we needed to be parented and we didn't. And a lot of times our parents didn't know the full extent of how to help us and that's not their issue I mean that's just just how life goes nobody's given the handbook but we were hurt and there's pain so a lot of the times our stories are from years our stories have started years before the moment that something happened we started to believe this story about ourselves from a young, young age. These things are just so innate within us. And sometimes they change, but a lot of times they're just unconscious. They're just unconscious. And they're, we carry a lot of those around. And a lot of the times... People will describe it as if they're being weighed down. They're being weighed down by all of the past things that have happened, all of the um, the ideas that seem like they're entrapping, they're enclosing, enc- encompassing negativity. And I'm telling you, that no wonder, (laughs) no wonder if we have a broken inner part of ourselves to the deepest core level of it's that's what it is, is our safety. We are never safe. That's what our inner child can also be described as, is our deepest, most inner soulful energy and a lot of the times it's not a safe energy that's 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 in there but there is good hopeful news that that can be healed and a lot of it is taking those skeletons out of the closet and airing them out i love the little story that a child is scared of the dark and 
they think that monsters are in their room. And then when the mother comes in and turns on the light, what the child thought was monsters was just the furniture. And I'll just, I love that because so much of us is warped. So much of what we think about ourselves is warped in this darkness of of this hidden, this hidden and and, and fearful distance that we keep from these these painful cuts that we that we have we don't want to look at ourselves we don't want to look at the parts of ourselves that we find shame with or that we find ugly or that we find are so raw within us and i love the idea of just of realizing that we have skeletons in our closet and that we can not only let them out, but we can give them humanness again. So if you ever feel like you really are running away from yourself and you really feel this broken inner child, I want you to take a good look at that child or... If you really prefer the the um the image of a skeleton, uh, use that. I like that image as well. But just look at it and be with it. And what does that part of you need? What does it need? What has it always needed? What has it always desired? And that could be a loving parents. That could be compassion, that could be love, unconditional love, that could be whatever feels right to you, whatever feels right to you. And not only do I want or I challenge you to give whatever it is your inner child or skeleton needs from yourself, give it towards them from yourself but also know that people around you people places whatever makes you feel most loved every time you picture them hugging you or kissing you or every time you sit by the ocean or a place that is absolutely breathtaking and you feel a connection that is a little bit of healing towards that inner self, inner child, inner skeleton. That is a little bit of humanness. That's a little bit of turning on the light and realizing that you aren't bad. You aren't guilty of anything. You shouldn't feel badly about anything. You are a human being doing the next right thing and you are so loved. You are so loved. And if you don't feel that people, if you don't really have a connection really with a lot of people, you can find it in a pet. You can find it in nature, in the sand, in the wind, in a higher power. But just know that all of those things are encompassing you and holding you and loving you. And the moment that you can feel love, it's the moment 
that love is here in this moment, in this place. Love is an energy. Healing is an energy. Healing is a loving, unconditionally loving, compassionate energy. And energy cannot be destroyed. It cannot. So every time you feel love, it's an energy and it takes and it receives and it gives and it comes back. And it's already within you. You have everything you need to heal you have everything you have the energy that you need and whatever comes into your life will come back if it leaves it will always come back it moves in and out of your life and it comes and it goes when it must but just remember that It is immensely powerful. I cannot tell you how powerful the loving energy of whatever it is that makes you feel special. What makes you feel amazement. And take that. I encourage as an exercise to write down everything that you're holding on to. The big ones are fears and resentments. What have we been angry about and have not let go? What has hurt us and how have they hurt us? And a good way to do this is to write down what is behind that pain? What is behind that embarrassment? Well, it's fear. It's fear of not being loved, not being accepted, of not being able to handle a situation. And we can go deeper and we can say, okay, well, what would it mean? What does it mean that Um, I'm afraid of not being loved. Well, that could be... I'm not going to get what I want. I'm not... I'm afraid I'm not going to get what I need. I'm afraid I'm going to be lonely. And then we can see kind of how the truth of the matter in each case. What is the actual truth there? The truth could have been it was a learning opportunity. The truth of the matter might have been that no one was really looking at you all that much and it was a lot of ego involved because a lot of times a lot of ego is involved in our pain a lot of people don't want to hear that but it's true and take a look at a look at where your ego has played a role
that's all I'm saying. Just just take a dip in that and you know, maybe maybe that will will make a lot of things clear. And I want the point of this exercise to get down on paper exactly what you've been holding on to. And then for each one, admit it to yourself. Admit it to another person. If you guys are in recovery, you know that it sounds a lot like the 12 steps. But this is for everybody because everybody can can do this. And it's a really healing process. And believe me, believe me, it is the definition of dropping the rock. And by dropping the rock, we all have a rock that is hanging on our necks, that we have been dragging along. And the more we drag, the more we fall deeper and deeper into misery. So, it's a really helpful exercise. I'm just putting it out there. It's all a suggestion, but it will really get you into what is actually there what is actually inside of you because I know for me I had no idea I had no idea I I didn't know what was actually going on with me or what I was actually holding on to I just felt like I wanted to die every day or that just just a general misery and I don't think I'm the only one who feels that way I don't think I'm the only one So opening up, releasing, forgiving, because the moment you face something, the moment is, that's when you can forgive it. That's when you can turn on the light and you can say, oh, okay, yeah, that's totally forgivable. Like that's, that shouldn't be you know, seen as a as a monster or that shouldn't be seen as a nightmare. It's it's a lot of freedom. It's a lot of freedom. And another thing that's really important is realizing that you are loved in this world. And that if another person knew everything about what you had done or had also looked at your furniture or skeletons or inner child, that they would unconditionally love whatever they saw. And a lot of times, me included, I thought if you saw, if you knew what I had done, you would run for the hills. (laughs) And that is not the case. I think healing the inner child is remembering that your humanness and that people will love you unconditionally 
and that what you have done is not that bad. And people will not leave you. They will accept you and they will love you anyways. And the moment that you can let somebody fully in and let yourself fully in, that is when the healing begins. That is no longer being in the darkness. That is no longer running. That is standing there, turning that light on, holding somebody else's hand and saying, look, look at me. This is me. This is everything and everything. And I bet you I bet you freedom will come. And healing that inner child is such a such a magnificent key in letting go of all of those stories and even if the stories are still in your mind they have power over you. Because you're learning the truth about yourself. So go forth, my loves. And slowly but surely, that inner child, that inner skeleton, will come to life again. Will be safe. And be loved. Till next time. This has been Alex. Have a great day. Bye.